This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey guys, welcome back to the Blair White Project. So we have a lot to get into today. Some really interesting stuff coming out of the Young Turks, which y'all know, normally I call them the Young Turds. But I'm going to be nice today because Anna Kasparian is getting a lot of hate for something that I don't actually feel she deserves. So we're going to be uh, defending her. We're going to get into some OnlyFans stuff. People are starting to regret starting OnlyFans. People are starting to see that maybe that trend during COVID and the way to make extra money during the panini wasn't necessarily the best choice for them. Some celebrities are ditching OnlyFans as well. Uh, The TikTok ban. There's just so much. So without further ado, let's get into the Blair White Project. Anna Kasparian recently tweeted out... um, Something very interesting, and it's not interesting in the sense that it is a sentiment that I have not seen very commonly. I just don't see it very commonly from people on the left, which if you don't know, Anna Kasparian is a host on The Young Turks, one of the most popular uh, leftist shows on the internet. Um, I actually grew up watching The Young Turks. I remember being in, you know, like eighth grade, high school, and like watching their clips, which is pretty crazy because... I don't know. I just think it's amazing they've lasted so long. I mean, in the world of the internet, it's like, how does anything last that long? It was Infowars and Young Turks. And those two shows were always like battling for uh, my brain, like to win me over. And I feel like I I think Infowars won. But anyways, uh, Anna Kasparian recently tweeted this and she's getting a ton of hate. I'm a woman. Please don't ever refer to me as a person with a uterus, birthing person, or person who menstruates. How do people not realize how degrading this is? You can support the transgender community without doing this ish. Now, I completely agree with Anna, obviously, um, and I'm doing that from the perspective of being trans, and I agree that no part of being accepting, tolerant, or you know, supportive of trans people, no part of that includes reducing biological women to their body parts with these phrases. I've always found these phrases very disgusting, you know, and you do see it a lot. And a lot of these leftists that are coming her for say, coming at her for saying this are like denying that, which is the MO of leftists, by the way. If they can't defend something, they pretend it's not existing, right? They pretend it's not happening. Um, a lot of them are saying, I've never even seen those phrases being used. Are you stupid? They're used all the time. They're used in medical, you know, um, contacts they're used on tiktok they're used all the time you, you hear biological women being called uterus havers or like menstruators because people are just so scared of offending not even all trans people but that portion of trans people that are going to be upset about it she's getting a ton of hate from her own side which i feel like is probably very revealing to her and you know i've had my little eye on anna for a minute in the sense of i see her kind of not switching up her political perspectives because I see her as a very principled person, even though obviously I disagree with her on pick an issue. (laughs) Just pick one. I'll find disagreement. I'm sure even if her and I had this conversation about this tweet on a long enough or expanded enough context, we'd have disagreements. Um, But she, you know, I see her stepping sort of outside of her box. She recently did an interview with Ben Shapiro, which um, I also saw her get hate for, you know, saying, why would you platform Ben Shapiro? I don't think she's platforming Ben Shapiro. I think 
that's probably the other way around, right? Um, but I see her not changing her perspectives, but willing to step into the other side to like have a conversation, which I think is actually amazing. I mean, I you don't see that enough. You don't see people straying from their ideological, you know, corners enough. Um, I would even venture to say I don't, you know, I sometimes I get very tribal and, you know, conceding a point is not necessarily the easiest thing to do, especially in times like this. Um, and, you know, I fuck with it. Like Anna, I, I like you. Actually, her and I have exchanged some DMs in the past. It was very friendly, very cordial. Um, I've always thought that out of the two Young Turks hosts, the main ones obviously are Jank Uger and Anna. I've always saw Anna as the smarter of the two. Like I've all, like not to say I've agreed with her on much of anything, but I've always seen her as like the more intelligent, the more principled, like the less, the lesser of the. I don't want to say idiots because I don't want to call her an idiot, but just a lot more smart than Jank, and so it makes sense she'd be the one to step out. Um, and yeah, it's like especially you know, I don't know how leftists go from like defending women having, you know, their reproductive rights taken away or you know, abortion being made illegal to calling them uterus havers. It's very degrading. In the same way that I wouldn't be, want to be called a dick haver. That's just gross. Like how do you reduce someone to a body part? It's disgusting. It's demeaning. It's busted, crusted, and disgusted. And I just wouldn't do that. You know, I think it's really disgusting. And it also like stuff like that, you cannot underestimate how much resentment that breeds in like the general public for like a woman to like wake up, look at her phone and the, picture a woman who's like very supportive of trans people, maybe even has some trans friends, maybe has a cousin, you know, whatever, opening her phone in the morning and seeing that the new phrase to describe her is uterus haver. And you want to tell me that doesn't erode like a little bit of the acceptance that she has? I think it does. Um, but what's new? Trans activists literally only know how to shoot themselves in the foot. That's just what they do time and time again. Um, I'm very interested to see where this goes with Anna. I see her getting very frustrated in the comments with lefties coming at her. Um, and a lot of her friends are coming at her. So <laughs> although it's really funny watching her respond to like um, right-wingers too, like Carrie Lake replied here and said, a broken clock, dot, 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 trying to give her her pop to be shady. And Anna replied, I think you're an embarrassment to this country and a full-blown lunatic. <laughs> so it's just like, it's not as if she's switching sides, but she's showing some flexibility here, which I want to commend. And I think we all should be more like that. So shout out to Anna Kasparian of the Young Turks. I mean Turks. Uh, so here we have Black China ditches face fillers and degrading OnlyFans. What's God got to do with it? So she's basically having this epiphany and, you know, going back to God and leaving OnlyFans. And I wanted to have this conversation on OnlyFans because it's something that's been on my mind recently. Um, the proliferation of girls just on OnlyFans. Now, I have found for a while it's so disturbing how it is literally just like common conversation to ask someone whether or not they have an OnlyFans, whether or not they would do it, whether or not they want to do it. Like, I feel like everywhere I go, no matter what kind of a social setting it is, someone asks if I'm starting OnlyFans, have an OnlyFans, whatever, do OnlyFans. And it's like, it's not like I'm some like prude that's scared of like sexual questions or whatever, but it's more so like, how is that normal to just assume that I have thoughts about myself doing OnlyFans? 
And you think about how many girls are on OnlyFans and how, especially during the pandemic, obviously there was a huge swath of girls. I think that's when it like really blew up. And it's like, you know, I've heard from a lot of people that the only real way to make money on OnlyFans is to have an audience that you take to OnlyFans. So like I see a lot of like 18 year old girls, like fresh out of high school, like starting OnlyFans and maybe the first month they're making like a couple grand a month and it feels great, but then it dwindles, it goes down. And then you've you know, like ruined, you know, that's maybe a harsh word, but ruined your life over, I don't know, 70 bucks a month at some point. Like it's just an issue, right? Um, but the proliferation of porn in general, I think, is something that we're going to see really disastrous effects of, like, in just a few years. So full disclosure, if we're just being real, it's like I watched porn as a kid. You know what I mean? I, I'm sort of the last generation that even remembers what it was like to not have a phone. And that was very early on, even in my childhood, you know. I'm pretty sure by the time I was in, like, seventh grade, I had a cell phone. Or, mm, yeah, like, seventh grade, probably. Uh and like I would watch porn on there. But like watch is a funny word because like you couldn't really watch porn on like the little like Nokia phone. It was like I would like look up certain things and like, you know, it would take like five minutes to load like a 480p picture and like sometimes it wouldn't load. And you know what I mean? It's like – and it wasn't like the way porn is now, which is like just so extreme, right? It's like now it's like – a tw- any any 10-year-old can log on their smartphone, type in a website, and see, like, a 90-year-old woman getting gangbanged. Like, not normal. <laughs> not normal. And what's really interesting is, like, I had this conversation the other day, actually, with my friend. I think the proliferation and the ease of access of porn is actually making society much more sexless. Because if you look at the statistics of, like, men who are virgins, it's, like, it's going up in age. Like men now are versions to like their late 20s, a lot of them. It's a very small amount of men who are actually having sex. Um, and at the same time, obviously, the world is more sexualized than ever. And it's like, that's so interesting to me because I think the traditional sort of like conservative maybe argument for against like the proliferation of porn would be that it makes people too sexual, Right. No, I think it actually does the opposite. I think it people it it desensitizes people to sex and it makes them not want to have it in real life. Because it's like if you're seeing such extreme stuff on the internet, you probably don't want to like look at like I don't know, your girlfriend doing like plain boring missionary stuff. You're not going to that's not going to do it for you because you're so desensitized. Um and on the other note of black china dishing face fillers, good on you sis. I will not be joining you. I will not be joining you. I, I'm, I love face fillers. They're not going anywhere on me. But like, shout out to you for ditching OnlyFans. I mean, the only thing that's like so shitty about that though is like, it, you know, Black China has the power to ditch OnlyFans and like not have any consequences. You know what I mean? It's like she's famous, she's rich, whatever. It's like think of all the young girls who got into it straight out of high school and now they want to ditch it. And it's like okay, but you have videos of you getting f on the internet for life, and what are you going to do for employment? Like, it's just, it's very sad. Um, and again, it's like the amount of people that ask me on an hourly basis, whether it's online or real life, if I'm going to start OnlyFans, do I have an OnlyFans? It's like, does every trans person have to be on OnlyFans? I don't understand. Does every trans person have to do some form of sex work? I don't understand. Not to judge it, 
by the way, in the sense of like everyone does what they do. And, and I actually don't judge it. It's so funny. I actually met this girl um, last weekend and uh, she was super sweet and she was a supporter of mine. We started talking. We were vibing or whatever. And when it came time to like follow each other on Instagram, I was like, oh, we should be friends. She's like, oh, I'm like, what? And she's like, don't judge me. I have my OnlyFans link in my bio. And I'm like, what? You think I would like not be friends with you because you do OnlyFans? Um, I really don't judge like that. I don't. I think that there's a place for, for people to do OnlyFans. I think it's just the fact that every girl and like every trans woman is expected to be on it. That's the issue, right? Because I think different strokes for different folks, sometimes literally strokes, depending on what you're doing on there. Um, If that's what you do, I... There's a place for that and there's a need for that, right? But it's like the idea that everyone has to be on it. It's like, what do you, I don't, no, no. And I'm sure she does well on there because her body was amazing. Shout out to you. Uh, <laughs> and shout out to everyone who is either on OnlyFans or resisting the urge to start OnlyFans. If you don't want to do it, don't fucking do it. As Congress eyes a TikTok ban, what could happen to the social media platform? So this is all the talk today, which is, uh, TikTok possibly being banned. And um, I fuck with it. TikTok banned me. So let's just call it karma, right? Uh, no, really. I, I'm i not going to lose sleep if TikTok is banned. I'm just not. Just the fact that China is literally using it as a weapon to socially engineer young people in America is enough reason for me to say, sorry, Never mind. And then you get into the fact that the data is being sent over. You know, I mean, it's like it's clear as day that it's being weaponized against America by China. And that to me, why should we have to tolerate that or accept that? If it was just another social media app, that's different. If they were talking about banning Instagram tomorrow, no. Why, why would you do that? TikTok, I think that there is absolutely a long con to dumb down America. In fact, there's a lot of people saying that now. And I just think TikTok in particular is just like so disastrous for the mental health of of young people. Like in, in the ways in which, you know, I've seen it destroy people's attention spans. It's like no one watches movies anymore because they're so used to content that's like six seconds long. Like no one, you know, can hold a conversation anymore because everything's in quips. And like, it's like, I don't know. I'm not losing sleep if TikTok gets banned. I don't think it will though. But it's like, I don't know. Do what you will with it. Oregon University hosts separate graduation celebrations based on race and sexuality. Okay. That's demented. That's racist. That's homophobic. And that's coming at the hands of people who swear they're fighting against all those isms and phobics. Not so much. Uh, this has been happening for a while. And they have like, I think it's called like... um like lavender graduations or something for like LGBT people. And like, so this is why we call progressives or I say we, I call them regressives. There is nothing forward thinking about segregation under another name. This is literally segregation. Is it not? Saying that this group of people based on their skin color are going to be celebrated for their achievements at a later date than white people. And that's not racist. That's not segregation. That's not Jim Crow. I, 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 that It makes no sense to me. And it's like 
the double think, the cognitive dissonance of people who see racism in every corner but can't possibly see it for that shit. It's like, are you joking? Under what circumstance would a gay person even need a separate graduation than a straight person? Like, what do they do differently at the gay graduation? Like, instead of throwing hats, they throw dildos? Like, I don't understand. I really don't get it. And if you're the type of person who looks at this and even remotely thinks that that's like normal, let's let's get it together, please. Utah governor signs laws requiring a big tech to get parental consent forms for minors using platforms. So this kind of goes back into the TikTok stuff. And I, this, this, I like. This I like. Social media, the way it is now, is such a wild west that I actually, and, and sometimes I steer clear from like judging parents and saying what I would do as a parent, but like, I'm going to say, if and when I ever become a parent, the idea that that child's going to be on social media, pie in the sky, pie in the sky, because I remember what it was like to be on social media as a teenager. Just being real, I was talking to grown men as like a child on social media thought nothing was wrong with it thought it was normal I was straight up like I never was like you know accosted like physically or whatever but like straight up grown men were grooming me just by me being on my space and that was my space now you have Instagram and you have all these chat services and you have TikTok and you have Jeffrey Marsh on TikTok and it's like I can only imagine the avalanche of issues that are going to come to light in the next few years based on minors being on social media. I don't like it. I don't like it. So I fuck with that law. I fuck with that law. Pentagon doctors claim seven-year-olds can make decisions to be injected with hormones and in a puberty suppressant. You know, it's really sad. It's really, really sad that the trans issue is so politicized that you have an entire faction of people that literally throw all logic and reasoning out just to be on the right side of history. Newsflash, if you think the right side of history is a side that is castrating children, I have news for you, baby girl, baby boy, baby they. I have news for you because you're not on the right side of history. You're on the exact wrong side of history. This is going to be looked back on as the lobotomies of the 21st century. Period. It, it, there's no other way around it. I'm sorry. It's like seven-year-old. You don't even need, you don't even go through puberty until like 12 or 13. What the fuck? Why would a seven-year-old be capable of making that decision. And who can really say that out, can fix their mouth to say that and not feel like they're insane saying it? Where do they do that at? Oh yeah, here. Absolutely demented. This is Chloe Cole in the in the article. I mean, all, all you have to do is pay attention to the stories of people like Chloe Cole who didn't make the decision at seven, <laughs> you know, made it, at, I think it was like 13 or something or 12. And it's like, and that was a mistake. It's like, I don't know what is happening. I was having a conversation the other day with someone, and this was someone um, even like on the right and who had like a natural aversion to like the concept of children transitioning. And we were just having a conversation about it. And I was telling him like, you know, the different reasons why I'm against it and whatever. And I mentioned the sterilization aspect. And he was like, wait, 
what do you mean? I'm like, what do you mean? What do I mean? You, you can't have kids if you transition as a kid. He's like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, isn't that like common sense? It's like a male to procreate needs sperm, which is created during puberty, which if you block the puberty, you're not making that, which means you can't have intercourse with a female to impregnate them. Like that to me is common sense. And it was actually scary that even someone on the right who is against it didn't even know that, right? So then you really have all these leftists who really listen to these doctors talking out of their ass. Can we talk about how much faith has been eroded in my heart, mind, and soul about doctors in the past few years? Like, I have, I've never had less faith in the medical community. Watching all this shit with the COVID vaccine and COVID in general, watching doctors say that puberty blockers are safe and reversible, absolutely insane. So yeah, if, if even someone on the right doesn't know that it sterilizes you, all these leftists that are just hearing safe and reversible, safe and reversible, regurgitated over and over again, definitely don't know. So everyone's just blind, the blind leading the blind with this transit. Just, yeah, go forward, go forward, go forward. Great, great. Ruin all these kids' lives. Amazing. Love it. Sickening. All right. Donald Trump gained support in poll last month. Ron DeSantis drops. I don't know why that is. Um, I'm not particularly happy about that. Y'all know that I, as of now, am Team DeSantis. Um, to me, I just can't unsee and unfeel the losing energy from 2020 that Donald Trump is exuding. I just can't unsee, you know, him being the king of the vaccine. I just can't unsee him giving up his presidency to Fauci during the last year. Um I can't unsee the fact that Ron DeSantis wields power in such a more effective way than Donald Trump. Um, I can't unsee that all of 2020, the Democrats were saying they were going to do mail-in voting during that election and Trump didn't do anything about it and just let it get yucked away from him. Um, but then, you know, polls are polls. All the polls said Hillary was going to win too. So we'll see how this flips, but very not happy about that. DeSantis, let's get it together. Speaking of DeSantis, <laughs> Nikki Fried, who is a Democrat politician in uh, Florida, literally engaged in the biggest self-own that I have seen all of 2023. Came at Ron DeSantis for posting a screenshot or a picture of an entry for a book that was um, up for banning in Florida. So y'all know we have all this conversation about like how Republicans are banning books and whatever. They never tell you what kind of books, right? They'll say things like, oh, it's just, you know, a, a pro-gay book or it's just an LGBT representational book. It's it's an educational book about LGBT people's existence. Okay. Yeah. Except for this one, which the Dems are trying to not get banned, which features <laughs> how to use a butt plug. Ron DeSantis posted a picture of it. And then Nikki Fried said, Ron posting butt plug porn to own the libs. Nice, girl. So you're admitting it's butt plug porn. So now let's acknowledge why it's in the school to begin with and why you guys don't want it banned so badly. Are you stupid? Are you demented? Let's talk about it. I mean, she didn't even have a response. She got dragged so hard. It's like, yeah. You know what's so crazy? This reminded me. I remember... um. 
I had a book that I pulled out of the library in my school in like seventh or eighth grade. And it was just like some like romance novel or whatever. And it wasn't even like particularly graphic, but like I remember I got to a certain scene and like there was like straight up a sex scene and like a book I was reading in like seventh or eighth grade. And like the school had no idea of it. So to me, this is just like that, but on crack. And again, because it's like so like politicized, all this like gay, anti-gay stuff or framing things as anti-gay or framing things as pro-gay, that it's like, I genuinely believe a lot of these Dems have the blinders on. And this is a good example of it. She literally reposted a picture of it herself, referred to it as butt plug porn, and still is trying to get it kept in schools. Disgusting. You need help, Nikki. Immediately. All right, let's let's react to woke TikToks. This is an amazing one. This one just kills me. The rise of like entitled gym girls is so crazy. I I, I can't even take it. Let's watch this. That she accused a man of being um, a pervert at the gym, and then they kicked her out. But she had no idea that was coming. Okay, I thought so. Are you okay? Keep the question. If you're getting rude, leave. Nobody was looking at you any type of way. I don't own the gym, I work here. Yes. And if you're getting rude, then you can leave. That means what? I can go to the police and have you trespass right now. Would you like that? Go ahead. Okay, cool. Go ahead, let them know. That's what we'll do. So right now, I'm going to take your stuff and then I'll come. Cut the cameras. And then she got kicked out. Girl, this is what kills me. I see the way some girls dress at the gym. And sometimes I dress like that too. But I would never like, I'm all about cute gym outfits. In fact, like I I, I try to put them together how I try to. So if I'm at the gym with like my titties out and a sports bra or whatever, which you don't have to wear, you can work out in a hoodie. You can work out in a long tank top. You, can work, you don't have to show skin. If you do though, being on edge, trying to accuse men of like violating you in some way is just disgusting. Men are going to look. And I don't even think he was looking. So you got what you deserved, ho. That was embarrassing. And you should be embarrassed. And the fact that you posted that yourself, embarrassing. Oh God, this one's embarrassing too. This trans activist wants to talk to kids and DM with them on TikTok. He wants to tell kids that he's fighting for their right to get puberty blockers and sex change surgery. Let's watch. I want to talk to all the trans kids for a second. So if you're a trans kid, get comfortable for a couple minutes. And if you're the parent of a trans kid, then, you know, bring them over to the phone or bring the phone over to them. You no. know, whatever works. Hi, I'm James. My pronouns are they, she. And I think a lot of you knew that because a lot of you were commenting on my last video about how scared you are. And I want to talk. As you know, I'm a non-binary person. I'm 27 years old. I came out, I think, four years ago. I was 22, 23. But I've known my whole life that I was non-binary. I've always known I wasn't a boy and I wasn't a girl. And when I was growing up, it was really confusing because we didn't have the words to talk about that. And nowadays... We do have the words to talk about it. And I'm so excited to see how many of you are publicly queer and trans and accepting yourselves and have 
trans friends and communities where you can be who you are, because that's so important. And I wish I had that when I was growing up, but I have it now. So, you know, it got better in the long run, I guess. But there are a lot of people, especially politicians and powerful people that are talking about us and specifically talking about you and your rights to your body and your right to transition. And they're weaponizing you and politicizing you and it's hateful and it's wrong. And you probably talk to your parents about it or maybe your friends. And I know sometimes you DM me about it and I read them as many as I can. And I just want you to know that I love you. And there are tons of people. There are 400,000 people just on this corner of the internet that love you and are going to fight for you and are not going to let you be a political ping pong ball as much as we can help it. And these people that want to take away your rights to be who you are, they are scary. And I'm scared too. I would be lying if I told you I wasn't scared. But the reason they want to take away our rights to be who we are is because they are scared. Because they see our joy and our self-acceptance and our beauty as a threat. Beauty. Because we celebrate who we are. And no matter how bad this gets, because it might get worse, it might get harder. I would be lying to you if I told you that it wouldn't. I want to be honest with you the way that people were not honest with me. It might get worse, but that's because there are more of us now. And there are more people that are publicly trans and demanding for the world to change and demanding that we are loved and celebrated for who we are. And so in the moments where it feels like it's too much or you feel overwhelmed or you feel really, really down, remember that your celebration of who you are and your joy, our joy at being trans is our biggest tool for resistance. As long as we have joy for who we are, they will never win. I love you. Okay, so first of all, Jeffrey Marsh's understudy. Can we just stop trying to talk to kids? Like, can y'all just stop addressing children on the internet? It is so fucking inappropriate. Like, actually, how dare you? I don't know what would even, like cross my mind to think of starting any video. Hey guys, I'm going to talk to kids. Like, what do you mean? Just that alone is like so like a foreign concept to me. What conversation do you even have to have with kids? That's the first thing. The second thing is it's amazing how this person, this grown ass man with a beard is speaking in terms of we, right? conflating himself with trans children, children who undergo sex change surgeries, puberty blockers, et cetera, when he's never been through any of that, right? And this is why the trans umbrella term is so fucked. This is a grown ass man who was able to go through male puberty to have a full beard. You can tell he's not on hormones. Sorry, you can tell, right? So it's not a trans person. It's a man advocating for people like him even though it's not him, it's a completely different class of people to not have that same right to grow up and have their natural puberty like he did. He has no concept of what that does to a body. He has no concept of like losing the right to procreate because of it. He's just blindly advocating for it and using a we. Get the fuck out of the trans community, sir. You don't know what you're talking about. You're advocating for the abuse of children under the under the guise of loving children, and you're not. You're not. 
Like, I just, I have to be so honest. I am so sick of the trans shit. I can only imagine how the rest of the world feels about like all this trans shit right now because I am so sick of it. I've like literally, like mental breakdown's a big word, (laughs) but for the past few days, I've just been so sick of talking about it. And I feel like I have to because it's so, the trajectory is just so awful even though there are are some obvious wins, like certain states banning children transitioning, whatever. But it's like there are no, from what I can see in media and in the political sphere, there are almost no pragmatic voices. Everyone is so dedicated to being so ignorant all the fucking time about the trans issue, whether it's coming from the left or the right or anywhere. So ignorant all the time. And it's just like, I, I can't deal with it. It's really actually taking a toll on my mental health. Like trans has never taken a toll on my mental health, but talking about it has. So if y'all could leave in the comments, like what else you want me to fucking talk about? Because I am so over it. I I, I can't. My name is Horace and I'm a red-tailed hawk. In our world, I do have the body of a hawk, but while fronting, I consider myself a Therian because I am in a human body, but my identity is still a hawk. Not all animal alters will identify this way, and I am, in fact, the only animal alter in our system who does identify this way. I am doing my best to come to terms with living in a human body. So you have the DID, the pronouns, and the identifying as an animal. Like, okay, and TikTok shouldn't be banned? Okay. TikTok did this. TikTok did that. What you just saw... That, like, destruction of this girl's mind. TikTok did that. But sure, don't ban it so that Charlie D'Amelio can, like, do a low-effort dance and get a million dollars again. Like, I just, I don't understand. This non-binary teacher's favorite part of the day was talking about non-binary with a student. Let's watch. Our stay back went so well. My kids are super sweet and talented. My favorite part of the day, though, was in the last class that I went to, there was a kid that says, oh my gosh, you're non-binary. So is my sister. Look at this picture of them. Right? Isn't that awesome? And that's why I'm out. That's why I'm visible. That's why representation matters. Heck yeah. This person needs to be in a mental asylum. Sorry. This this person needs to be in a mental asylum. <clears throat> I do not understand how these people continue getting jobs at schools. Like, I don't know what I would have even thought as a kid if this was like my teacher. And I don't know what gets into people's minds that they think talking about their gender identity or their sexual orientation to children is a good or positive thing. I also don't know what gets into these people's minds that them being queer or whatever becomes their entire fucking personality to the point where they're wearing rainbow glasses and dyeing their hair. Do do these people know that you can like be gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, even non-binary without wearing a rainbow all the time and without talking with kids about it? The obsession with talking with kids is insane. It's just too much. 
I think I'm very visibly in a horrible mood today. And I have been for like a week. But listen, that's it for this episode, you guys. I love you. I will see you the next episode. I promise to have a better attitude the next one. It's just like these people are really driving me absolutely nuts. Insane. Like a whole nuts, cashews, almonds, pecans, like every type of nut, it's driving me to that. Love you. And I'll see you in the next episode.